Welcome to the Roland Derby Rap Mother Liquors. You've come for your weekly taste of chip and chaka. So sit back, loosen your belt, and get ready for the Derby invasion that is the Roller Derby Rap Welcome to Chip and Chuck's podcast. Enthusiastic opening we've ever had to the show. It'd be alright if I didn't have to do it so many times. Oh, sorry, man. Come on. This is there's there's a warm-up round. That was a warm-up. Oh, yes, uh if you can't hear Chip yelling off uh off out in the kitchen getting a beer, we did just lose roughly 40 minutes of uh, the original uh, Bessie podcast, which is also exactly what happened when your lovely man friend came in, so... I think it's their secret ploy to keep yeah. my family in their house longer, which is sort of creepy. I think it's your secret ploy to bring down the podcast. You come in all chummy, all fucking friendly, and then you just start deleting shit. You're like the little gremlins in our system. Mm. That's what you two are. You probably think that we actually want to stay here longer than we do with that theory. <laughs> I don't want to stay here either. It's my fucking house. <laughs> well, look, let's, let's just... Let's move quickly along. Let's, Let's cut the bullshit. Let's, Let's just say, hi everyone, this is going to be a great podcast. It will you be. You don't really know that we've already done it, so it doesn't really matter to you. doesn't to them, So no. we're just going to go for gold, so let's go. Let's go, let's go for gold. Let's talk about bout six, dead rubber, didn't mean a thing, totally pointless, nothing on the line. You know I'm not going to let you say that. <laughs> you know that because I've already not let you say that before. You cannot talk about roller derby as being A, dead rubber, and B, pointless. Because it's just... Why it's not? Just, they don't exist together. Because the points always matter. Like, was there something on the Adelaide line? Adelaide Roller Derby puts on a fun event. So coming to Adelaide Roller Derby is just fun regardless of what happens. So you just have to own up to that because I'm not going to debate it with you again. You know what was pretty much the only fun thing about Saturday night? was wrapping my lips around some burger theory. Damn oh, good burgers. So you're going to talk about it after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I well, totally I know we had a good night, but shit. Did you enjoy James and Rob? They were fun. So we were James and they, Rob. They're, they're like great. derby regulars. Yeah. They're all the time, and they're good. They believed in it from the beginning. They were early supporters. Oh, I, I, he mission. was a little bit busted. They asked him on stage, they said, who's your favourite team? And he was like, oh, he sort of shat himself. Made it look like he wasn't a fan. Well, maybe, you know, maybe he's conflicted. Maybe he thought that one of the teams playing was maybe. his favourite fan. I don't know, you know. But they, they are good. It's, it's nice to have regulars. And Cal Williams has been in a couple of times. He's absolutely. great. Are these like are these people connected? Like are these like no, boyfriends? No, they're just or... local people who love what we're doing and they think roller derby is great and they want to play every year and they call us. Cal actually was going to cancel playing at someone's wedding so that he could fit wow. into the derby schedule. Like that's how much they love. You know what I love? Like, how much roller derby gets behind locals that love roller derby? That's what we're about. Which is Except another. Except us. Good yeah. reason. Except so, us, who get shat on from all angles. But the antichrist of roller derby, I believe. <laughs> you're not really. I, I mean, Come you on, know. Be honest. Well, you know, you you asked you, me. You copped a bit of flack, Bessie, having your for like you know siding with us. Let's be honest. No, no, look, I'm bullshit. I'm, I just I think that you've come a long way, and I will give you a high five. High five. Wow. High five. Because I think you're doing a good podcast now. I really do, and I'm I'm really quite. 
from a mom and Bessie perspective, I'm proud of you guys. Well, I, that, that wow. thrills me, and you know that I love my ego to be gently stroked by a delightful lady. I don't stroke anything. In friendly knickers. Did you hear that, Boone? <laughs> she doesn't stroke anything. It's not what you told me. Can I, can I just... This is a random thought, but I want to throw it to you. You know what I'm sick of? Is the little boom kish drum roll sound that they throw in after lots of Boone's lines. Because one of the things I originally loved about Derby... Are you Derby, about Mr. Dubs? Yes. Yeah, well, you called him Boone. You, you started it. Mr. Dubs says a lot of fucking funny things up on the up on the microphone. It was one of the first things that drew me to Derby was Mr. Dubs' commentary. And now I feel like the constant ba-boom is demeaning to him. Great, I'll pass on your feedback. Is he in control of that or is someone inflicting that There's upon him? There's a team up there. You yeah. know, it's not just Mr. Dubs. Well, it should team. just be Mr. Dubs. That's all I'm going to say. What do you think mm. about some of the other sound effects? Do you like some of them? No, uh, I really like the Mr. W voice. That's, a, <laughs> that's pretty much about I, it. I, I don't mind the one for when the jammers got through the packs. I quite like that. That's good to know who's the jammer. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think do they like explain the, the it well enough. music? That, oh. Yeah. Well, I do. I don't like hearing it because it just says to me, "Ref's fucked up again." Mm. So, but it's a good song. Like everyone loves. Da, the da, refs da, have da, to da, call timeouts if the teams want to question a call as well. So it's not always the refs. I don't like but always most the time. The refs, most of the time, there's more confusion on the refs' face. Yeah, you see the refs scratching their asses. Then, it's a confusing sport. Then someone challenging. There yeah. are so fucking many of. They're, it's a confusing sport. I thought it was a track invasion when Team Zebra came out this week. I thought people <laughs> were like running on. I almost ran on. Whoa. I didn't get involved. Mr. Dub likes to plan secret skate-outs for I, the refs. Does he? he does. Is he involved with that? Well, he rickrolled them earlier this season. Did you know that? Oh. Never gonna give you up. If I, I can't believe I missed that, but then again, I hate it when teams ever skate out. I think they should skate out without fanfare and just do the fucking job. Look, we love teams ever. They're part of our league. We have five teams. They are one of them. I think you should actually just... That is beers. straight from the charter, that was. Oh, that was don't Derby, Derby spin. Don't, don't, give them, don't give them a, like, uh, like the play-out music. Don't give them that. Just buy them a carton of beer. Just yes. buy them a carton of beer for the bout. Yes. They'll, have, they'll riff fantastically. I'll have a great time because I'll be falling ass over tip. Uh, look, Wolfie, look, look. He'll be he'll be drunk as a skunk in the corner. Uh, our our man Hal, he'll be Hal, oh. Tuxedo Hal. Hot Rod Hal, talk Howell. about it. That was amazing. Tuxedo Hal, he looked like he was from The Shining. I don't know if anyone's seen The Shining, but there's the creepy scenes in the in the gold room in The Shining. He was freaking the hell out of me. It's I don't know cool. if he rocked up from wedding or ballroom dancing and just went, fuck it, I'm he not going to get changed. He always does that slightly disturbing hip gyration dance. It was extra freaking scary oh. in the tuxedo. Mm. Oh. oh! I wonder I wonder who that is. I reckon you... Is that a call from Mr. Dubs? Is he saying... Is he worried about what we might be doing to you in the studio? You've been here for a while now. Possibly. Mm. I am... I I just want to say that, you know, great. We have five teams. One of them is the Zebras. They are lovely people and human beings. And sometimes I disagree with their calls, but that doesn't mean I disagree that they're lovely. You certainly bloody do disagree with their calls. I do. uh, Barrel mouth Bessie who dubbed you. What's your take on it? Well, it's not a secret I disagree with them calls. Everyone in the freaking arena knows when I disagree with them calls. But you are particularly mouthy. Why not? 
Can you get a? Can you get penalised for being overly yep. nothing? Have you? Yep. Have you got? Have you been given no, a major? I don't use degraded things. I don't say you. You know, blah blah blah. I say I don't agree with that call. Like that was just a crap call. And you can say that because I'm talking about the game. I'm not talking about them. I'm not you saying get, you, screw you. I'm saying no, yo, hello. Aren't you watching what's going can on? Can you get sent off for obscenities? Can yeah, you send off absolutely. for a, a password. Like, not necessarily directed at the rest, but if you if someone just hit you and you went ah oh, fuck shit, could you be no, 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 you'd never get penalty for that. But there has been an instance in the past where one of our skaters looked at a ref, not even one of our refs, it was at the Great Southern Slam, and said, "Fuck off." To the ref, That's and they cool. got ten straight for Sin Ben for it. That's cool. <coughs> Is that actually like officially against the rules? Yeah. Or did that ref? Just... That's officially against. That's the officially rules. against the rules, as it should be. Yeah. As it should be. No, no, no. Look, look. Referees do a hard job in many sports all around the country. We all know that obscenity should be said under your breath. <laughs> under but your I breath. actually think. That... So the ref, what did you say? And you said, I just said, lover and mucker. And you know, and I've, I'm lucky because I got to see some. Some derby in other places, got some derby in, in the states, and you know, in Texas specifically, and and I skated with girls in Canada and stuff. But I've seen some pretty shocking displays of unhappiness to the refs. So what you've ever experienced in Adelaide Roller Derby is like one on the scale of a hundred compared to what I've seen. Cool. I've seen some. I'm gonna go see. Brutality. I'm gonna go see Texas Derby. That sounds awesome. I've got three <laughs> notes from the dead rubber. I've got mild dire joke. Wow. Worst entrance ever. What entrance would I be talking about? Oh my about? god, are you crazy? That was brilliant. Which one am I talking yeah. about? Well, I hope you're talking that the, 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 the doll, like the dolls in the mouths was just... No, almost... that's not the worst entrance ever. I don't know. Where the other one, oh, if I'm not talking about that one, no, the, the Salty Dolls entrance was probably the worst well, ever seen. Cool. No, it wasn't cool because you know why? You like weren't at the last no, no, one. No, with the, with the white mask on. Did you not see the last time they did that? No, no, we I, I missed we one this year. We were there last year. Oh, look, I'm a big lover of skate-outs. I love skate-outs. I, I love skate-outs skate outs when they're good. Skate this skate-out wasn't good because, you know, they were going around the track picking up the girls from the side. Yeah. For what are highly skilled, excellent, athletic girls, they look like bloody, uncoordinated... Retards. Exactly. Like as as the start of the bout, you don't want to see the skaters looking so uncoordinated. It was just a bad decision to get them <laughs> off their bumps. <laughs> On their Each butt. girl was like staggering up. It was it was amateur. Hour. But I do like the song and I like their masks. I mm. think it's quite creepy and uh, interesting. But the first time they did it, I think it was a heck of a lot more effective than this time. Yeah. Look, we often talk about this joke that someone actually wins the game, but someone actually wins the skate out. And yeah. I'll give you a hands down, Miles. I club, I think won that. Oh, yeah, I smashed it. I quite like. I've heard that the some people, uh, some people in the league, don't enjoy the skate out. Find it's yeah. a lot of pressure. Um, find it's very like you know, it's like oh my god, we've got to think of fucking something to come up with before we come out and play this freaking bout. Like uh, as if we don't. Yeah, have, some people don't like it. I love mind. the skate out. I love. Who, does the team have a designated skate out coordinator? Look, I cannot speak for all the I honestly can't. Teams have developed very different ways of doing things in very different cultures and very different structures. And I have to say that I kind of take on the role in the Wild Horses of organizing, you know, skate outs, throwing out ideas. We talk about the ideas and we talk about what. Are kind you of the one that track. really loves dry ice? No. 
No. There's lots of dry ice that hurts the skate there, outs. There are, but there are. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. That's a plus. But I have to hands up to bootlegger Lily. She is the queen of dry ice. She mm. she sources it. She figures it out. She does it. No, I do the soundtracks for the Wild Horses. Oh. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, I've got a third note, but I'm going to save it for when we're talking a little bit more about the bout. Uh, so the bout, blah, blah, blah. Does anyone care about the scores? Uh, yeah, let's, let's give the half-time and the full-time scores. Okay. Uh, Solid Hills, half-time, 44. Mild Diet, 34. So it's pretty close in the first half. Uh, and we, we better talk a little bit about the bout, because some people might not have been able to see for all the uh, the billowing meat smoke mm. that was enveloping the arena. Or that almost, <laughs> almost 1,500 people there, almost a sellout. Almost. We just got told before. Oh, no, there were more than 1,500 people 1,500. There. What? 20, 22? The final numbers are in. There's lots of... Five. Take a guess. 1,800? That's not bad. Is that, like, one of the bigger turnouts this year? Yeah, it would be a bigger turnout this year. I think about three was the biggest of the year so far. For the dead rubber bout? Interesting. What? I thought... Will you stop calling it a dead rubber bout? Like, seriously? We only kept doing it until we got this reaction. You're offending. Stop calling it a dead rubber bat. There's no such thing. Those are like oxy. We can't say roller derby and dead rubber. It just is. It doesn't exist. Oh, we're just waiting for the next. We're waiting for the GF. We're not... about to get the finger wagon. Like Mama Bessie's finger is about to come out and tell you guys off. If you didn't love roller derby as much as you do, there's no way you'd spend your time doing this podcast. So I call your bluff right well, it's here. It's not a bluff. There's it's no not bluff. a bluff. It, it, it's it, it's implied. We do a podcast about Derby. Of course we like Derby. We don't have to spoon it down people's neck by just being mm. super freaking positive all the time. I agree. There's enough of that bullshit but, but at, you from the girl. Do, you do enough oh, of that. Oh, you were excellent. No, you weren't. Yeah. You were shithouse. Don't tell that girl she was good. She wasn't. Dead rubber applies that there was nothing at all good about being at showgrounds on Saturday night. And that's so not true. You know that's not true. Or you wouldn't have all these tips no, on no, your No, no. You girls part. believe in a spoonful of sugar... Mm. Helps no medicine go down. I just believe in chucking the medicine down people's throat by force. Really? Yep. I won't have noticed. Good. <laughs> well, I don't know what that means. I don't even understand what I said. Let's move on. Whatever. Um, you your third thing. Uh, get, I'll get to my third thing. Uh, tell us a bit about the bout. Come on. You're here. You're the you expert. Give us, you give us your... You're the eminent... Yes. The preeminent skater. Oh, look, it's always exciting to... Think about the Salty Dolls and the Mild Eye Club matching up because they're, you know, they're the original teams of the league. And you were And I was a, originally a Mild Eye Club. And so I've definitely got, you know, a soft spot in the heart for the Mild Eye. Me too. Um, yes. I shed a tear. Yes, Chip, I know. Um, however, it was a weird game. And I think that if you are new to roller derby, you would have no concept of that being a weird game. You'd just be like, yay, roller derby, yay, girls falling on cement, yay, yay, yay. Um... But if you've been watching a lot of roller derby, which all of us in the room here have been mm-hmm. watching, you would have thought, yeah, it's a bit of a weird game. You know what I noticed? Very slow packs on the starting one. Did you notice I that? I did notice that. Do you want me to tell you, the viewers at home, what <laughs> wow. that's about? This feels so forced. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear you recite my own speech back to me. No, you were explaining on the Now Disappeared podcast what the slow packs are about what's the tactical advantage of the slow pack I'm not going to steal your thunder well, <laughs> we, we, let's admit Chip and I sat here with dumb looks on our faces I don't even think we understand it now so if you explain it again it might seep in oh look there's lots of 
there's multiple reasons why you would want to have a slow pack. Because you're too lazy to skate fast. One is just to mess with the other team. No, no, one's just to mess with the other team. <laughs> you took that. Very, you took that suggestion very seriously. No, 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 no. We're not lazy. No, sometimes you can get lazy out there. Like honestly, if you're winning a game, there's some games in the states because they play two minute jams. They could be like two hundred to twenty. And you might get a little lazy. To I've seen games like that. How long do their bouts go for? Same amount of time, but they have two-minute jams, and that oh, is a wow. world of difference to nine wow. seconds. We're the oddballs. We're the only people in the world that play. Is that the jams. official like Woofter rules? Mm. Two minutes? Yeah. How come we don't do two minutes? Because I started in ninety seconds, and no one's ever tried to change it. But I thought you guys, uh, we were told that you've just taken on Woofter rules or whatever the group is, no. World Roller Derby, World Flat Track Derby Association rules. Well, we've been playing them for four years. We just have our own modifications. Oh, okay. Um, back to the slow packs on the pivot line. Um, if you want to mess with the other team, you mess with the speed of the pack, right? Because yeah. you want the other team to concede to your strategy. You don't want to have to fit into the other team's strategy. Yeah. So you do things to try to make them fit in with what your plan is. But the big thing that happened in this game, and I don't know if it was a salty doll strategy, but it worked to their advantage is if you are going incredibly slow off the pivot line, it is incredibly hard to legally block someone who is going incredibly slow. And the reason for that is because you cannot engage in a block um, backwards, which it's called the direction of play penalty. You cannot be stopped on your skates mm -hmm. and moving the momentum of your body backwards while you're not rolling forwards. So, so if you're not rolling forwards at all, you can't block. No. So you couldn't even just stop, stand still, and let someone run into you? No. Okay. And you cannot start, say if you're on the outside of the track, and cut back in a backwards diagonal direction. You'd really clean someone up if you could do really, that, Really, really. And that's, that's automatic major. So a couple of times when the Salties had those really slow starts, you saw Mild Dice going to the sin bin because they're like... I just want to engage someone! So they just engaged, but it was a direction of play block. So it's sort of a way to, a bit of a head game, get yeah. in someone's kitchen, mess about with the pots and pans. Yeah, I mean, if I... <laughs> wow, that was shit ass. <laughs> I feel like you guys are nanifying your jokes because Mama Bessie's in the room. No, I thought it was like something stupid. <laughs> that was, that was. Yeah, yeah congratulations. <laughs> um, but the other thing is, is, um... If I was Miles Eye, I might have actually started my pack less clumped up on the pivot line. I would have actually spread everyone out. You can move back as far as you want to be. You can be in front of the jammers. Oh, why doesn't anyone do that? Mm, well, we did in our last game. We moved really far back off the pivot yeah, line. There's a lot of riding the line. So you don't so have to do that. What's going to stop you then? So you can get right in front of the jammers. Yep. Why can't you just line up four of you girls directly in front of her? So she because can't get then there's there. no pack because you're... More than uh, 10 uh, feet apart the other from girls, the opposition. The other so you could bridge, you could have all four of your players spread out nine feet apart. That's cool, I'd like to see that. Yeah, but then the jammers can't start until the last person crosses the pivot line. So did you notice that the jammer whistle doesn't blow uh, until all in play blockers cross the pivot line? I'm teaching you guys. What so if they much just sit there? You can. But you have to be moving in a forward direction, which means you could be moving millimeters in a forward direction, but you can't split the pack. So if one team takes off fast off the pivot line, and the other team is doing some oh. sort of mousy thing on the pivot line, you're going to end up with no pack, and the jammers don't get, you can't engage when That's there's no pack. Oh. Kind of, it's almost like a bit of a Mexican, Mexican standoff. Yeah, it like. really is. If your team is really together, 
Like, say we were actually considered a sport in Australia, which I don't know if you guys know, we're not considered a sport. We consider it a sport. Mm. Yeah, well, I consider it a community who happens to engage in the sport. But, um... Who judges this? I do. Anyway, yeah, who's, um, who's, who's, who's told you not a sport? Is there, like, the Australian Sport the Federation? Institution, the Australia, they are, and they yes. told you to piss off. No, no, they told us to piss off. There's lots of things you have to do to be considered a sport, and we're not sure we want to do them. Because what? There's compromises. Drug test or something? There's compromises involved. Um, but we're not, you know, we're not professional athletes, we're not paid. Most of us work full-time, we're moms, so it's not like we can train ten times a week. You know, our teams mm. maybe get to train once every two weeks. Okay. So we train as a league, but the team training, we're very limited. So if you had a team that could train a lot, you could mess, man, you could do all sorts of crazy stuff. But getting all five players' heads into the same space mm. for each jam... And it sounds to me because it sounds a little bit like the teams are compromised because they have to jam together because of the limited time, resources, etc. It must be hard to work on particular team strategies when everyone else in the league is there and you go, oh, yeah. check out what those guys are doing. Yeah. You can't really rig plays to suit your well, team either. And it's false to think that you can actually make plays in roller derby. You can attempt to have a strategy, but things never work out the way you think they're going to work out. You can't predict which direction the jammer's going to, if they're going to take the inside or the outside. Yeah. You know, so you can plan what your team's going to do, but you have to react to what the opposition is doing, which means you can't make a play. Well, there definitely is a lot of strategy we're seeing. Heaps of strategy. Heaps strategy. Especially I, this year. I just want to ask you about the slow packs. Yeah. When the jammer is coming quite fast through, if you're moving very slowly, it must be very hard to legally engage them. It's incredibly hard. If you have really agile blockers, like, I love it when players go slow, because I just think, fat chance, you know? You're oh, not you, going to catch me. Because are you big-upping your agile skills? No, no, I'm not big-upping my, my agile skills. I'm big-upping that I can <laughs> go from slow to fast really quick. Okay. So that's something... That, you know, I've played sport my whole life, so I luckily already Big had... Big her accelerational skills. Yes. Yes. And I'm, I'm, I've got no qualms saying that that's probably one of my best assets as a jammer. Oh, I hope you're listening. Got to defend that. <laughs> Whatever. Have, anyway, have they got to defend that? How? It's going from slow to fast quickly and doing that on skates. That is, mm-hmm. you know, something that everybody works on. And we can't get in your skater legs because it takes a while to you develop those muscles. But I've played sport my whole life. They did try to so, knock that out of you a few weeks ago. Yes, they sure the hell did. Mm. Yeah, yes. they tried to knock that acceleration out of you completely with yes, a few flying elbows, sure as did. we noticed. They sure did. They did, a, they, they did some good legal knocking it out of me as well, actually. They did some big two-on-one on Bessie's, um, which, fast two-on-ones on Bessie, which really put me in a bit of a bind. I don't know if we need to get back to what you were saying about the slow packs, but now might be a good time to ask you about that. What? Did you feel in that bout against the mile, against, not the mile die, against the road train rollers, yeah. did you feel that when you were blocking, you were being particularly, we thought you were being particularly targeted because the more hits they put on you, the more hurt they put on you, the slower you will skate as the bout progresses. Do you feel that was a strategy? I was targeted the whole game, absolutely. Mm. No doubt about it. More so than normal? Absolutely. No doubt about it. Do you think... And we, we threw it out there as something we you, that good teams will do more of. Do you, are you worried that... Or not worried, but do you think well, you'll I mean, see more of that? It can bite you in the ass as well, because when you target one player, it really undermines the other four players on the track. So, 
it can bite you in the ass. You've got to be careful doing that stuff. Pulling two of your blockers. But they know you're a clutch player. What does it, that mean? Clutch, you mean when it's when it's showtime, who stands up? Yeah. Bessie stands who up. Who skates back to back to back? And we've Purses, seen you do it. Purses have got some damn amazing all right, players. Alright, alright, alright. So. We, we know, hey, we're actually pumping up your tyres here a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, pumping up my tyres. But Except when it's clutch time, who stands up? And we've noticed from the times that we've watched you bow, yeah. you stand up at the end. And if, if someone's going to win a match for the hearses, it's generally going to be you. No, one player does not win a match. But you're well, just going to tell me I'm putting spoonfuls of sugar and shit and I'm just <laughs> not talking about it. So. No, no, no. But, but uh, it was, you, were no, you were noticeably... Can we talk about this game? Let's talk some more about Maldives. No, no, come on, come on. We, you were noticeably... Hurt or noticeably down on energy damaged. at the end of that. I mm. was damaged. So you'd have to say the strategy paid off for the road chain rollers. Well, if you, yeah, I mean, you. What do you want me to say? The road well, rollers won the game. Well, you, you no. said it's a risky strategy, but I just want you to think: Did they implement it successfully? They implemented it successfully. I'm not going to say they always implemented it legally. In the, well, and you did cop some bad ref calls. Yeah. We I, will acknowledge that. Look, there's, there was a lot of hard, intense blocking that game um, on both sides, and a lot of it was illegal. Um, a lot of it was legal. A lot of it was illegal. I happened to catch quite a few, in my opinion, really... You know, when you get hit in the face, you lose your vision. Face like, shot. you lose your vision, and it takes a while to readjust. Getting hit in the face is a big, hard thing to deal with in derby. Um, and you don't, no one does it on purpose. No one does that on purpose. You don't want to hit your friends in the face. It's really, you know, it, and it feels bad when you do it. But when, you, when it happens multiple times, once you get over it, but when it happens a few times, it's quite, it's quite hard to, you know, so... Did it work? Hell yeah, it worked. In the future, if teams try and employ that strategy, what do your teammates need to do to counteract it? Do you need a bit more assistance <laughs> out there? A bit more, a few more people to look out for you as well? I, I didn't jam that much in that game. They were double blocking me as a that's blocker. What, that's what and that's we, what we're talking that's about. That's what we're talking about. Do we you noticed that they, when, it were, when you were blocking, they were trying to hit you in the last few because they possibly knew what you did in the past. They were at, as interested in, in hitting you oh, as a blocker mm. as they were oh, the jammer. But I'm... But I'm I, I'm a really good blocker. We, we, we're we so, not taking that away no, from no, you. No, 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 and Definitely I'm not, not scared to say that on the podcast. No. Like, so, yeah, so taking me out, because I'm the mother hen. If you want to talk about positions, I'm kind of a, I'm the talker. I'm the, hey, push you, you go there, you mm. come here. So taking me out of that equation as the mother hen, getting me frustrated and stuck was brilliant. And if they can take any wind out of your sails, I, I believe they did. But, you know, with this, oh. that bout there... The, the, What's end, your, I the last five right? minutes, you were in, we saw you in a world of pain. I've never seen you suck in air like that. No. I was in a world of pain. What's your relationship, Mike, with Gogo Fiasco? I thought she was out to hit you whenever she could. Yeah, she was. Did That's derby. Did you have a if you if you're, if you're brave enough to step on a derby track, you're going to take what you cop, so, you know. Did you do it legally? Did you have some harsh... Did you, do you have a word to someone if they've tried to hurt you like that? Do you say, oh, what was that No about? one... Is to hurt anyone in our league on purpose. I don't believe that they do. Hellgrazer? No, I don't. <laughs> no one goes out Hellgrazer. there... You're telling me Hellgrazer doesn't try to hurt people. She doesn't try to hurt people. She tries to block people and she tries to stop people. She doesn't try to hurt people. Um, so I'm, sure. no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Bloodlust she's got. 
I don't like this version of the podcast very much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like the first one much better. It's because you're in control. <laughs> See, now we, we, we've adapted. We're, we're trying to get back the upper hand after you totally dominated the last podcast. <laughs> um, but back to the whole salties and mild eye game. That whole position of play was yes. one of the blocks. Did you also notice some multiplayer blocks? Do you know what that is? Mm, yeah. Tell me. Like what is it, Chuck? Two girls skating together, <laughs> putting their asses in someone's face, pushing each other around. I thought you didn't ask me. So I would have been like, what? Okay, well, that's pretty cool. Multiplayer block is actually a penalty. And a multiplayer block is when you actually are grasping onto another blocker. So when you're, say, I'm forming a wall with another skater, and you actually take your hands and clasp your hands, or you hold on to someone's clothes or legs. Sort of making a fence. You make a fence. And if some other skater tries to break through that, Automatically, that's amazing. I just have to say that in demonstrating that, Battle House Bessie just clutched my thigh, <laughs> and it was probably the highlight of my life. So that's. But you can cross your arms, like I can put my arm across someone else's arm, but you can't actually grip. clutch or grip. No clutching. There's so much of that going on. Oh. You can do it, but if someone tries, attempts to break it, and the refs see it, that's a major. So when you say, did we see it? You saw a lot of it legally. Yeah. The Was salties getting... do a lot. They're, yeah. they're aggressive. And did they get away with it, are you saying? They did do. the refs not have the eyes on it? Well, they do, but also sometimes you've got to be a smart player and make it obvious that you're going through it. Like, if I see one, I'll look at the ref and be like, da 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 here I go, swimming ah. through the clutch. Um, but that's something that, you know, it's a hard habit to break once you start doing it. So once you start grasping onto things and holding on to things, even if someone's giving someone a whip and you break through that, that could be a multiplayer block. Wow. So you notice something called truck and trailering as well. So from behind, yeah. So that's when one person is holds on to another person's hips and tries to block with it. If someone tried to cut through that, regardless if you're the person they're blocking or not, multiplayer block. Oh, cool. Wow. There's so much that goes on. That's... Mm. Wow. That... It's hard though, man. There's so much happening out there. It's really hard. Like, like you almost have to be a good actress sometimes. And I... And that's probably why y'all call me. What do y'all call me? Barrel mouth, Betsy. Barrel mouth, Betsy. Barrel mouth. Barrel mouth. Definitely not a mouth. <laughs> no, no, no. mouse. Barrel mouth. Because I honestly, I'm sometimes just trying to get the ref's attention to say, "Dun dun dun, look at this." You know, hello, pay attention to this. There's one um, more thing I want to bring up because yeah. I thought you were very good at explaining it in the in the lost the lost podcast. Uh, is that there's a lot of what we've learned this year. The one phrase that I think we've said the most just year the big lesson we've learned is what nickel and diming is there was heaps of it Mm. and we were sort of talking um before and that to us it almost looks like a lack of courage like a girl gets one point gets two points calls it off Mm. why doesn't she trust her blocking team to do a good job and she go for more points like maybe she's got two now maybe it'll end up it's four two and you've broken even yeah but maybe she'll get four to none but why is she doing it why is she calling it off okay so every situation is different the score the amount of time remaining it remaining in the jam and the amount of time remaining in the game those are all three factors that play completely different scenarios yeah but i'll give you some breakdown of jamming by barrel house Bessie. To be, are you joining me some intro music? I was going to, we were going to. 
But Intro we, music? We have to now, don't we? Yeah. Jamming theory. With Bessie. Jamming theory with Bessie. When you first become a jammer, you just look at the pack of girls and go, oh my god, there's a whole lot of people I have to get past. When you get more experience as jamming, you start developing better ways to get through the pack. And it's only in the last couple years that I've been able to think, why can I jam? You know, like, what is it that makes me jam better? Yada, yada. And one of the things is, is you don't actually look at the opposition. You jam looking at where your teammates are at. So say you're approaching the pack and you see, you know, I see Nyx is on the inside, Murders is on the outside, um, Booty's holding the front, and I've got Whirly floating around. I might go straight to Whirly, push her over to the outside so that I can take Nix's inside. Like it's like a chessboard. You maneuver as a jammer. It's not who's the fastest person, because the fastest person is just going to get a penalty for going in someone's back. Mm -hmm. It's the person who can go slow enough to assess the situation, notice where their players are at, and maneuver their way through the pack while blocking the other jammer. So when I go through a pack, I'm also thinking about how can I push my blockers out of my way but into the path of the other jammer, and how can I maybe block the other jammer so that one of my blockers can take the package, take so, the jammer off of me so that then I can go forward. So really, as well as that speed and agility of the things we talk about with a jammer, you've got to have some incredible vision Patience. and some really quick... Patience. I tell, when I go train other things, I tell them all the time, if you want to be a good jammer, you've got to have patience. You've got to wait for the right moment to go. Now, what you guys are talking about, nickel and diming, is exactly about what you just described as the vision. When you reach a pack, say that I'm about to approach a pack as lead jammer, and the opposition jammer, say, 20 feet behind me, and I get to the pack, and all of my players are at the front of the pack, and all the opposition players are at the back of the pack, touche, thumbs up, I can then grab a couple of points, get my, because all you need to do is get your hips past another player to score a point. And call it off while I have that 20 feet more. And you only need to get jammer. past a player once, right? Yeah. yeah. So the opposite of that, though, is I'm approaching a pack. All of my blockers are at the back of the pack. And all of the opposition blockers are at the front of the pack. Sucks to be me, because I'm going to have to fight my way to the front. And then the other jammer would have already caught up to my... And by the time blockers. you've got up to the other blockers, you don't, so then you you don't have eyes well in the back go. of the head. You don't know what's happening behind you. Yeah. Because yeah. four four is the same as zero zero. Yeah. There's no differential there, so you're looking at the differential, which is why the nickel and diamond can come into play in really close games. Because if it's you know if you can score one two quick points and call it off, otherwise you're gonna have to score four points and try for another lap to get a differential. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is is if you're ahead by thirty points, I say run the show. Mm. You know. Show time. Show time. Show pony time. Show pony time. Yeah. You love the show pony. I love the show pony time. You bring more show pony than anyone else, and then any other it. five people combined. I love the show pony time. Wolf Whistle actually made me a Derby award one year because we have this thing where we draw names out of a hat at the end of the season and we make up awards. I've had the Golden Flying Mouth Guard Award because I've chucked my mouth guard at the refs a few times. <laughs> And, uh, and, and I had the show pony award, which was like a My Little Pony painted gold with um, Excellent. You know, I love Excellent. it. It's my favorite awards, those two. Um, show pony.
And, I, and, and it totally brings the crowd in. Do you vibe off the crowd? Do you get, like, when the crowd fires up, does your adrenaline rise? Do you, do you think it lifts your performance? Well, if I didn't love it, I wouldn't skate in that setting. I'd just skate up at the parks and have no audience. Of course I love the audience. It's great. Awesome. Just get you know, frilly knickers skating around the park. Yeah. Would I put on frilly knickers and skate in front of 1,500 people if I didn't want to put on a show? No. All right, I'm going to get to my third note. What's your third note? Losing, question mark, get hurt. Twice about stop because someone was down on the track looking hurt. That's to me, is there's a bit of a, you can exploit that. If you're way behind in a jam, you just want that jam to be over. If it's about to get shithouse for you and you're about to concede a lot of points, just oh, like oh my knee, oh, I'm on the ground. There's a consequence. If a jam gets called off because you went down, yeah. you then have to set out for the next, you're not allowed to play. For the next how many? Um, oh gosh, it's two. It's definitely two, maybe three jams. What about, what if about, you're a bit of a part-timey though, what's the difference? What about clutch not? time as well? There's a jam left. I, I'm going to say this out loud, and I need you both to listen to me. I don't think anyone in our league has ever faked an injury. It will happen one day. Or, nor do I think they ever would fake an injury. It will happen one day. If it's for glory. If anything, I think sometimes we called it off a bit too early. Because if a girl pulls herself off the track, you just keep going. Or if the girl falls and the pack's way over there, you don't call it till there's a danger zone situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so if a girl can pull herself off the track, you just run with the jam. And I think, out of anything, there's sometimes, you know, that, that nurturing instinct of, oh my gosh, someone's hurt, we've got to stop this so that nothing bad happens. Um, but there is a consequence to doing a faking. But like Chip said, if it's late in, late, it's, last couple of bouts, doesn't matter, that consequence is totally irrelevant. Yeah, I'm going to give a, yeah, grand final. Grand final. There's, it's the last jam. Second to last jam, even. Three down. Someone pulls a knee. Someone says, oh, my knee's gone. Because the other <laughs> jammer is in a better position. And it's not actually gone. And they're in front. That jam's off, right? Does the jam clock stop, or does it keep rolling? Um, no, it stops. Everything stops. And you reset, and well, you do another jam. Yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't reset in the last jam... Because the game clock had already gone completely. Oh, I see. So when... Well, there when we go. There's another loophole. So there is a loophole to this. Well, if it's the very last jam of the game, um, after... I actually clarified this because two people asked me this question after the game and I, and I talked to the refs and I clarified it. I haven't reread it. But if it's the very last jam and someone goes down and the, the game clock and had already gone, there's no seconds left on it, mm-hmm. then the game's over. So, if there was still time left, even if it's, you know, minimum left, the timeout would be called, the stop game would be stopped, and then you would reset for a new I'm jam. the jammer on team A. Mm. My team? I'm not going to... No, 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 listen. Hypothetical. 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 No, no, no. We're not moving on. We're going to talk about this hypothetical. One of us' fingers. I'm the jammer on team A. My team is three points ahead. It is in the last jam. It's the grand final. Team B jammer has got through the pack. I haven't. I go down clutching my knee, which isn't actually hurt. I just want you to think it's hurt. The jam's called off. My team mama, wins the grand mama, final. You've got your head in the sand, Barrowmouth Ostrich. It's something. That is, no, we're, we're already doing this for something for you to bring up in the rulings. Oh, I well, we know that it's there, and we know that that's 
possibility, but no one in this league will ever do that. I don't think you can say that categori- categorically. For the, for the there glory. are people that think if rules can be exploited, it's fair game. And I've yes. no doubt there's one or two skaters at least in the league that would think about exploiting that rule. And they would just get <laughs> so ringed for it. It's just bad play. No one in this league wants to be. You know, you don't want to play wussy roller derby. All right. Fair you enough. Play, Fair, enough. Play. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, we're not giving you ideas, but maybe something to think about. <laughs> there are lots of loopholes. There's one you all haven't seen yet, which I despise. And it's this, when you have a power jam situation, and you want to slow down the jammer, you want to speed up the jammers getting called off the line, you drop a knee, all four blockers drop a knee on the pivot line before the whistle even gets called, wow. so that it's a no-pack situation, so that your jammer just gets to stay on through oh. the first lap. That's dirty. It's horrid. That is actually horrid. no. You can't. That's highly popular roller derby right now because it's a it's a no one's loop, done that in ADR. It's a linguistic they? loophole in the rules. Wow, like it it's just it like a tap of the nose and everyone's down. But wow, no one's done that in ADR. They do it in training. People people try it on in training, but no one's been brave enough to try it in a game. I'd but boo. you know what I'd do? I'd boo. I just turn around and front them and stand right in front of them, so it looks quite rude. Wow. I, I, I have no room in my game for that kind of thing. You play oh, look, uh, And we brought up that other hypothetical. <laughs> I would be the first one to be throwing my chair at that person. <laughs> oh, I would be furious if it happened. So, right, there will be riots. All right, let's, let's get away from this sort of cheaty talk. Let's talk, I'm going to get into Blocker of the Bout. Okay. Blocker of the dead rubber. Let's see. Um, who was okay? You know who was okay? Who? Death by Disco. Now, Chip has just gone off to take a, take a slash because he's had three beers and he's got a bladder the size of a... Live radio! <laughs> uh, Death by Disco. Two ticks. Good on you, Death by Disco. Brought the gold pants. Um, finally brought the, uh, the the attitude to go with him. That was good. Uh, roller junkie, couple of ticks. Uh, pissy, three ticks. Uh, I judged as the the best of the uh, the mild die blockers. Although bear in mind, did slightly lose interest in the second half. So, but three ticks. Uh, we love pissy, and and um. I love pissy. You were talking about skaters like Roller Junkie and Pissy who are heaps of elbowy and it's hard to. No, I was talking about Disco. Disco. Oh, Disco, sorry. Because when you're tall and thin with long limbs, we like to call them baby giraffes sometimes, um, it's really hard to get your coordination down to be able to block without throwing an elbow or or with getting your legs sorted um, underneath you because you've got so much of them. Um, So high fives to girls like Pissy and Disco because I think they have a lot harder time learning how to block and roller derby and than shorter girls. Last year, Pissy would have been probably... Yeah. We would have judged second in the MVP award yeah. for the year behind yeah. yourself, of course. Yeah, very Barrel House. Uh, other shout-outs, uh, Marmalade Smashkins and Bone Shaker were also really good. Any you'd like to add? <laughs> I like to add all of them because I'm all into spoons full of sugar. Boring. Oh, yeah. Boring. Where's my sick bucket? Oh, I just did one of those schoolyard throat chucks. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, I think there was some good power pairs going on out on the track. Oh, oh, sorry. Do you sorry. want me to stay? <laughs> <laughs> What's a, come on, 
what are you talking about? No, it's when two blockers work really well together. I think it sometimes is a lot more effective than working on your own. Yep. Um, people like Grimy and Ruby worked really well together in the game. Um, and were maneuvering themselves around. You see them actually pushing each other in the right directions and walling up at the right times. Um, Smashing and girls. for working together. You get the uh, Baron House Bessie Consolation mm. Prize. Pop some Tick, tick. Pop some All right, Bessie. on to the Salty Dolls where the uh, blocker of the bout shall be coming from. Uh, girls, I thought, were particularly excellent. Bessie's getting really angry in the studio, by no, the way, no, for those people. It's probably because she's done this twice. Yeah, pro probably. I thought uh, Kissy was quite good, couple of ticks. Uh, coconut Ruff, I thought was very good. Three ticks. That's Coco. She's good. She's good. She's a blocking machine. Uh, Ukulula, A tick. I don't normally read out A ticks, but I thought she was better than A tick. I might have just, I might have noticed her when I had the pen down. She in was the incredibly half. sick. Was she? Ah. Really, really ill. And still and got that's up. something that you guys right don't know is. There's a whole life of stuff happening in these women's worlds before they step on that track. It's like on, it's a slight on, on us. some serious cold. Oh, we need to know if someone's mm. sick or... Yeah. They're not wearing no, a no, name badge. I'm not badged. saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying that's a downfall <laughs> to me being able to judge things properly because, uh, you know, I know how sick Lula's been for the last week. Oh, well, bless mm. her cotton socks. Bless your cotton socks. To even Lula. get a single tick while sick, I think... Well done for coming it's out. extraordinary. Mm. Well done for turning up. Mm. Dedication. Um, but my heads and shoulders with five ticks, and five ticks is serious enough when I'm actually interested tick. the whole bout. Yeah. When I've given up in the second half at some point, to get five ticks is pretty phenomenal. So, congratulations. Steak dinner for you. Number 29... Bam Bam Belial, my mm. blocker of the bout. Bloody sensational. I enjoyed watching her as much as I've enjoyed watching any of the blocking this year. And I love some of the blockers. Bone Shaker, Grazer, Nyx. She's up there. That was a great performance. Do you want to know a little bit about Bam Bam? Bloody would love to, because mm. I don't really recognise the name or anything. She's she's new to Adelaide Ruler Derby. A freshie? No, she's not a freshie. Oh. She's a transfer. What do you mean? But you said she's... Oh, so she's... She's transfer. She she's came from another league. Elsewhere so experienced. She is elsewhere, exper elsewhere experienced. We had three transfers from Glasgow Roller Derby this Glasgow. year. Glasgow? Mm -hmm. Is that so, a good league out there? Are they serious about their I've derby? I've never been to Glasgow, so I don't really know. But they produce players like Bam Bam. Well, she's so, pretty bloody good. Yeah, so Glas Bam Bam... Glasgolians? Glasgolians? Glasgrollers. Glasgow's Glasgow's I'd say Glasgow. We might get her on the show. Is she Scottish herself? No, she's originally from Adelaide. Okay. And then she moved up there. Her Rogue Runner and Pirate Cutlass are all from Glasgow. And so she came here with a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of new drills, a lot of ideas. Um, and she has been incredibly hard trained. She trains really hard. She skates all the time. She doesn't miss training. She is um, she is rare and to go. She um, and she fired up. She was I I put a special note here that she was calling shots. Mm. She was all over yelling, screaming, like calling girls, so making she, shit happen. She's I love not it. of massive stature as well. No, right? very she's not slight. the biggest girl out on the track. She's quite she's smaller than the re like than the majority of the people out there, and like it's yeah, big props to her. She um you know. Using your butt effectively doesn't mean it has to be big. 
Mm. Hey, tell us about the Bud and Fanny. That Bud was on Fanny. Top. Tell us about Bud and Fanny. This Look, it's, it's the most effective block you can do in order to be. People love to say that, you know, can openers and knocking people out of bounds. Yeah, yeah. But if you can stick your butt in someone's fanny and slow them down to a crawl, high five to you. You're that very is, good at sticking your ass in someone's way. That's like, that's been your signature this year. Yeah. It's my favourite move. I like to teach it. I you've like done a lot it. of it when you're you're in a jam. Maybe they've got through the pack. You haven't, and you've just gone. I'm skating off, and I'm gonna put my ass in your face. Yep, that's called terminating. Yeah. You're good at it. I like it. It's fun. It's effective. You know, I can't do everything. I'm not a fancy skater in any way. I can't do mohawk maneuvers, and I can't flip from front to backwards really fast. I'm not a fancy skater, but I um, I I like when I find something I'm good at. I like to exploit it to its potential. You're a good terminator. I like terminating. <laughs> Excellent. Well, there it is, Bam Bam Belial. Oh, she didn't win a steak dinner. You don't get anything for Blocker of the Bout. Sorry if you were no. listening, Bam Bam. No steak. Might, might. Have. Maybe we're going to throw it to Bessie we'll to decide the we'll steak dinner she, winner. She may be a vegetarian. No, well, right. then she's fucked. She yeah. don't get a steak. Yeah. She, we don't buy anyone tofu. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Probably is. Uh, over to you. Jammer props. Alright, stumbled it later on. Um, Alright, Salty Dolls I'm going to start off with because maybe the jammer of the bout that I think came through was actually from Mild Dog. That's controversial. I know. They got their asses kicked. It doesn't matter, you know. It's. Uh, it's I'm not sure about that. Bessie's shaking her head. Shaking, I'm shaking, shaking my head. head. <laughs> I'm not shaking my head for some reason. You were shaking head. your head if like what a, a dickhead. You were thinking, what a dick. If there's ever a point where you and I are shaking our heads in the same direction for the same reason, then there's serious issues. No, you were shaking your head. Don't, don't deny no, it. No, I'm shaking my head. Just admit it. You... They got their asses hey, W, just to let you know, they are sitting on the same couch next to each other. There seems to be a bit of tension. And she's already touched my upper thigh once. Yeah, it's a bit weird. The oh, tension's that's... getting weird. I'm embarrassed. Can you please continue? Anyway, back to, uh, back to my piece of paper. <laughs> mm. Get in there. Awkward. Uh, Kissy, uh, mem- memorable, mem- memorable mentions. I'm just going to put it down there. Uh, We've already done 50 minutes. Oh, wow. Keep going. Anyway, memorable mentions. Uh, Kissy, Suzuki, uh, Blue Renegade, you know, both on the regular tick counts as as per normal jamming. Yeah, decent. You know, uh, Red Apple, got to mention, uh, again, probably jammer of the Salty Dolls, I'll probably say it's Juju once more. You know, yep. she's just... She didn't jam as much as normal. Unstoppable force, so anytime hey, you she's thought, up. Hey, you said something, though. She spent a lot of time on that, that grey floor thing. What's it called? Oh, I said a lot of the players spent a lot of time on the cement. Mm. Especially Juju. No, in the last jam, she spent a long time on the cement. But they'd already won. Mm. Yeah. It was over. You just think that's lazy. No, I don't. You're just saying she's a lazy skater. No, I think Juju's gone amazing this year. <laughs> she plays amazing. Like, seriously, talk about most improved. She's improved heaps. Like, but, amazing. But spent all last jam when it was over on the cement. So you're saying she's lazy. Your word's not mine. Oh, I, did not, I did not say that. Move on, Chip. Oh, wow. It's got awkward over that side of the room. <laughs> Again. Shit. Uh, memorable mentions for Mild Die. Captain Chaos. Uh, yes. Very, very good. Uh, yes. Gateway, Raw Dog. I've got to give props to uh, uh, Junkie because she did throw a special move that I've forgotten what it's actually called. It's uh, 
She did some one-legged manoeuvre. Oh, she, wasn't that amazing? She rode the line one-legged. She rode the... the There's head. nothing called for that. It's no, 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 we were told by... One-legged. We, we were told by... Um, we, last week, we were told by Champion Ruby. There was a, It's a one-legged move that like, they were, to, we were told. Is it called the Flamingo? No, it was... It was it's going right in the, the line. Pink flamingo. Can we call it the pink flamingo, the one leg? I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. But her balance is amazing. Like, had a great people game. get right up on her and she's almost out of bounds, but she just manages just to put one hoof up in the air mm. and ride it around. Jamie doesn't like to jam either, and um, it was fantastic. Why does she like to jam? Jamie is a lonely thing. Like, people like to watch the numbers, but. It is so much more fun to be in the pack is it and really? walking. You're on your own a lot of time. I think Bessie's saying it's lonely at the top. No, I think that's what you might be saying. Like, <laughs> when you're jamming, if you don't like, I love pressure, so like I perform much better under pressure. But if you don't like pressure, it is like pressure cooker. When so you're, you're saying Junkie doesn't really like pressure? No, well, Junkie is such an effective blocker that um. Well, this is hard. That it was like great it. to see her do some jamming again because it's been a while. No, I'm just setting you up. I know you are, and you're pissing me off. So go ahead. <laughs> I'm uh, and massive props. So probably like, you know, Bone Shaker. Great. Yeah. Bone Shaker did game. kick it home. She got. She did get. Uh, Two double grand slams, and like it was a it was a big deal. Considering that, that was a big deal, considering how shit her team was. Wow. She also she got. Oh, you are so naughty. <laughs> she um, she got through a really hard pack too, and I don't think you guys pay enough attention to this. Poor jammers, when no. they go out there, when there are four blockers on the opposition yeah. and only two blockers on your own team. Yeah. It's hard, and she got through a pack. Once, when she only had two blockers out there. I believe I did notice that. Fully. Because you guys call people out for things all the time, especially, oh, you beat Bessie in a jam. I'm like, yeah, you had one blocker on the track, but yeah, go ahead. You can beat me. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, it's really something to pay attention to is those jammers who I manage... think the only time we've said that is Trixie's. So that's getting back to her. And even then, we didn't even pick. So you're no, saying listen. Trixie beats you once and you're just pissing all over it. I'm not letting you set me up again. I'm going to go back to what I'm <laughs> saying, which is when you notice those things as the jammers, like you may say someone didn't jam very well, but maybe they never had a full pack out there. Mm. Maybe they never had a full setup because their blockers were in the box. So it's really something to consider when someone still gets lead jammer and they still got that when they were down blockers. But, all right, well, in the grand final... Yeah. I promise I'll try and keep an eye out for that. There you go. Good boys. Mm, so I'm, I'm actually thinking we're going to hand... Um, Jammer of the Week? Jammer of the Week, I'm going to give it to Bone Shaker. Yeah. I'm going to give it to her. Yay, All right, so with 29, Blocker, my Blocker of the Bout, uh, Bone Shaker, Chips, Jammer of the Bout, mm. who's your Boy overall man. best on track of the Bout? Boy Man. Boy Man. Free steak. Why, man? Free steak. I don't play this game. No, best no, no, but you were watching. No, we're, we're handing it over. No, You're I in. don't believe that. No. No. no, seriously, do you want to hear what I have to say about this? Yeah. I don't believe there is ever a woman at the back. There's never anyone better oh. than anyone you else. No, it's not ever. that. There's no MVP. There are always multiple people, but oh. I don't believe there is ever one. Pick one. Oh, no. come on, super coach. Are you serious? <laughs> I don't even believe in the words MVP of the league. I don't believe in any of this stuff, and I don't participate in it in, in our league. You're I joking. I don't believe it's true. You can't do that in a team sport. You just Of course you can. Every team sport in the world has a best on ground. There is never one player, in my opinion, 
that wins or loses or should be. That is down. not true. You in won true fence-sitting fashion. Purses. Mm-hmm. purses would have lost plenty of bounce they have won without you on track. Nope. No, that's a, that is a truckload of sugar. Nope. No, I'm not. This, this is honestly who I am and how I have wow. participated in this league and how I have set things up and, and I, you know, when I go train other leagues... There is no way I would ever think one person... Would feels like I'm back in win. primary school where everyone's a winner. I'm not saying everyone's a That's winner. That's what it feels I'm like. It feels like, oh, everyone gets, a, everyone gets a medal. Everyone gets a ribbon. Participation award. No, I'm well not going to say that some people didn't have great games. Like, I would happily say Lula actually didn't have a great game. But I also know that she was sick in the back of my head. And I would happily say that I've seen Moe play better than she played in that game. Um... I'll happily say that people maybe didn't play as well as I've seen them play in the past, but mm-hmm. I don't think that one, in that game specifically, I don't think that there was one person. So when you sit at home listening to the Chip and Chuck show, yeah. you never agree. <laughs> Can you believe someone sits at home match? listening no. to the Chip and Chuck show? you never agreed once. I rarely agree with y'all's blocker of the match, with y'all's jammer of the match, or with y'all's woman of the match. <laughs> rarely. That's because you don't think anyone should get that. No, it's because I know a lot more about roller derby than y'all do. Well, that's why we're throwing it to, to you. you. Your, your superior knowledge to pick a to pick a woman of the match. Not doing it. Well, I don't think those that those that don't attempt it can't criticise those that do. No, I just think it's something that shouldn't even be attempted. Oh wow! Well, let's do it ourselves. Jim. We're, gonna, we're gonna have one. Do we even want to bother? Well, let's just give it to someone well, random. Apparently none if of no one deserves it, no one's it, gonna, worth it. I'm just going to give it to Hellgrazer. No, I'm going to give... Oh, I'm, I'm going to give it to Hellgrazer. You know I'm going to give it to? one tick. No. I like no, it. No, I'm going to give it to the fucking scoreboard guy. No, Hot Rod Howe. Hot Rod Howe! Hot Rod Howe! Yes! Yeah. The one man of the match! Yeah. Hot Rod Howe. For the tuxedo. Hot Rod Howe for oh. his tuxedo. You won a steak dinner on Chip and Chuck. Hot Rod... Uh, we'd love to take you out for a steak. Hit us up. Yeah. Hi, hi, uh, so condition. Hi. Condition. Yeah. Must wear the tucks must with the tails it. and must wear those fucking Peyton shoes. Because I don't know where that man came from. What the hell is going on? That was incredible. That was incredible. Hot Rod's amazing. He's can, only you, the longest, can you tell him? Can you tell him that longest he, standing refs in the league? I don't think he listens. Cause I, 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 to me, he's the sort of person that doesn't have a computer, but... Could you let him know um, that we'll buy a mistake whenever he likes? He's incredibly computer literate. Is he? But um, I'll let him know that you gave him Woman person of the match. Of the match. He, should, he should have got best dressed. He's getting oh, everything. Totally best dressed. Clearly. Alright. Uh, let's... Um, should we, we shouldn't go past an hour. No one wants to listen to more than an hour. Two and a half minutes of... Two and a half minutes. Story. Yep. Alright. Quick responses. Yep. We've got to talk about we've got to talk about next bout, man. Oh, the grand final. Yeah. Oh, quickly. We've got we've got to talk about it. All right. Tips. Who's going to win? I want tips. Um, Sotsies are going to win. Chuck really? Me. Yeah. Why? It's they're they're they're, they're gunning for you know like they've had a mission since the beginning of the year and it is quote unquote the year of the doll and I think that they have got incredibly good teamwork. All right. Chuck my, my next question. No, who do you think? Oh, I want to know who you think. Oh, I, th- I think... I'm going to go road trainer. Yeah, I have to as well. All right, I'm going to go next Next question yeah. to you. Yeah. Uh, what can be done to repair the mild die? They've had two terrible seasons. They need help. Um, I, 
I do want to recap that I don't think that there has been hardcore losing this year in the league. They were I, almost down by 40. No, let's talk about their other two games. They lost one game by one point, which is, you know, an interesting topic onto its own. Yeah. But the second game, we fairly beat them. We didn't beat them by more than, like, nine points. So you guys are talking about losing and winning, but honestly, it's come down to one jam in almost every game this year. Mm, could be that that controversial rotation system we did bring up on the last podcast. Yeah. A few teams have and a few teams don't, but... Mm. I don't, I, it, it, there's so many things that come into play. It could be... But one, these games are made or you make them or break them in one jam. And to me, those are, that doesn't mean that someone's having a hardcore winning or a hardcore losing season. I think anyone could have ended up in the grand final this year. So you think mild die, nothing needs to change, I they're all good for next year? I think that they have got some amazing things going on in their team. I really do. That When they played the Road Train Rollers, that was one of my favorite games. Like They played their guts out that game. They were slamming it. That was such good good mild eye club roller derby there. All things aside though, it's gotta be pretty confident shattering not getting one up. It is. I've been there. It's my very first year in roller derby mild eye. We didn't win a single game and we got beat by Victoria. Like talk about crap. It's hard and it's hard to know where that comfort how much confidence swings on a result as well. Like, had and they two, won that first bout, maybe they could have swung back and won a couple 2009 was a massive year loss. Like, you know, we had the undefeated season, but then Candy, Thunders, Junkie, me, and um, Nick's Lashes, Finn. You can't take all that experience. Seven of us left that team. Mm-hmm. You know, The guts was ripped out of that team. Well, it wasn't I'm the still guts. bitter and twisted. It wasn't... It was the guts. It wasn't the guts. <laughs> it was just a separation, and it was, um, you know... And they've rebuilt, and they're rebuilding still, and they're doing some great stuff. All right, so let's say we've got a couple of minutes left. How many more years do you think you've got in you? Or is this it? I don't talk about things like that. I just take one day at a time. Mm. What would you say to the word around the traps that perhaps... With the mild dice situation in the past two years, you could return and help build them up again. Who says that? That's just around the traps. Around your traps. It's around the chuck <laughs> traps. And it's around my traps. <laughs> um, I, the mild dice club don't need me to make a comeback. Alright. They don't. It's official. They don't. Oh. No. And and I, I really enjoy being on the horses. It's We have... 12 kids and 20 dogs in our team. You know, we're very much so the Nana team of the league, and and um, it suits me. All right, we've done it with everyone. Word association. I Apple wanted hands. to do this. All right. Okay, great. All I'm right. focusing. About six. Interesting. Bessie. Me? <laughs> team Zebra. Um, need a skate out. Mr. Hot Rod. Dear Hot Rod. Texas. Fuck yeah. Dr. Tins. I don't drink beer. <laughs> All male derby. No comment. Vegetarians. Why? Hangover <laughs> cure. I'm never really hungover. Favorite TV show. Battlestar Galactica. Road train rollers. Tough. Favorite TV show. Battlestar Galactica? I've already done that one. I meant to say best blocker in the league. Oh, I, 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 nothing? Oh, Top three. One, just one of the best. Who's in, who's in, <laughs> first, first who's in the in upper line. echelon? It's word association. Um, Kit Kat. Yeah, good. 
Tits or legs? Both. Mm. Ah, combination lady. <laughs> Enjoying the smorgasbord of body. Excellent. And on that note... I think that's it. Chip, anything left to say? No, that's it. Thanks for coming in. Bessie, hey, thanks for letting me say it all twice. Thanks for, thanks for saying it all anything twice. Anything left to say? Would you like to say one last... To your fans? Your fans... Or I, just stick it to us, you know, whatever you want to do. I, I actually just think, you know, roller derby, it's, it's, come, it's bringing odd characters together in the world. <laughs> I don't know how Fair to take enough. that. <laughs> I'm going to assume you're talking about, say, Mr. Hot Rod and Wolf <laughs> and not Chip and Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's directed at us. All right, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back to podcast the grand final. Yeah, not far away. Um, only like uh, a month. Oh my god. July 17th. Uh. And as usual, we shall be turning our back on the Wooden Spoon Cup. Mm. However, we may not discuss it on the podcast. We will have spoons. Mm. We'll be wielding spoons. If Mate, you. We're going to have spoons in team colours to a- wave. If you accidentally roll over a spoon, I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> Throwing them on the track. In fact, if you're at the grand final and you see us and you are unfortunate enough to know who we are, come up to us. You can have a spoon. We will sell them. Me. Yeah. Spoons, $2. Spoons in team colours, $2 a spoon. <laughs> Bessie's smirking Bessie right now. Like she'd like a spoon. She's not agreeing, but she's definitely smirking. She's going to go home for a spoon with Mr. Dubs. Right. That's it. That's all from us. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time Adios. on the Roller Derby Rap.